Good evening and welcome to the December 20, 2023 meeting of the Montgomery County Historic Preservation Commission. My name is Bob Sutton. I'm the chair of the commission and I'd like for commissioners to introduce themselves starting on my left. And when they're completed, I would like to have staff introduce themselves as well. Thank you. Good evening. Michael Galway. Zara Nasser. Jeffrey Haynes. Karen Burdett. Julie Pelletier. Commissioner Doman. Christina Rado. Mark Dominiani. Dan Bruchert, Historic Preservation Staff. Rebecca Ballo, Historic Preservation Staff. John Liebert, Historic Preservation Staff. Thank you. The first item on our agenda is historic area work permits. Have the permits been advertised? Yes, Chair Sutton, they were advertised in the November 29th issue of the Washington Times. Thank you. If anyone here is here to testify against any of the projects, please inform staff that you wish to testify and we will hear you. So we will hopefully be able to hear these um, quickly. Um, number 1A deferred from um, November 15th at 223312 Frederick Road, Clarksburg. Case number 1B at 8 East Lenox Street, Chevy Chase. Case number 1C at 101 Elm Street, Tacoma Park. Case number 1E at 10304 Kensington Parkway, Kensington. Case number 1F at 11 Montgomery Avenue, Tacoma Park. And case number 1G at 46 Philadelphia Avenue, Tacoma Park. Mr. Chair, hearing no objections, I move that we approve the following historic area work permits in accordance with the staff reports based upon the record before us in consideration of the recommendations of the local advisory panels and including any conditions recommended by staff. Hop number 1048193 at 23312 Frederick Road, Clarksburg. Hop number 1048169 at 8 East Lenox Street, Chevy Chase. Hop number 1051115 at 101 Elm Avenue, Tacoma Park. Hop number 1051303. Oh, I'm sorry. I, we are not hearing that one. Um, hop number 1051371 at 10304 Kensington Parkway, Kensington. Hop number 1051631 at 11 Montgomery Avenue, Tacoma Park. And hop number 1051682 at 46 Philadelphia Avenue, Tacoma Park. Is there a second? It's Commissioner Haynes, I'll second. All in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? Abstain? Thank you very much. We appreciate projects that come before us that we can very easily approve, which we were able to, to do tonight. The next item on our agenda is item number two, Fraley Farm Environmental Setting, which is a discussion issue. But before we get to that, um, Vice Chair Burdett would like to make a comment. I would like to state for the record that I am a member of Montgomery Preservation, Inc. and on the board, but I was not part of the deliberations that resulted in the letter from MPI to the HPC regarding this issue. Thank you. Thank you. So you are able to participate, correct? Yes, I can okay. participate. Thank you. Is there a staff item 
for this project. Yes, thank you. Uh, John Liebert's cultural resource planner for the record. So tonight we'll be reviewing the uh, proposed environmental setting for Flint Hill 2, uh, better known as the Fairley Farm today at 17800 Bowie Mill Road. And here is an aerial of the property. Uh, so Flint Hill 2 uh, was designated by the County Council as part of the approved and adopted amendment to the Master Plan for Historic Preservation in Montgomery County, Maryland in May of 1983. The environmental setting included the entire parcel with recommendations for a reduced setting at the time of subdivision, and the designation and treatment recommendations were confirmed in the Upper Rock Creek Master Plan in 2004. And on the right, we have the, the current environmental setting that's outlined and highlighted in uh, shaded pink. So to give you some brief historic context, uh, Flint Hill is one of three houses associated with the Bowie family and here in this section of Montgomery County. Uh, built in the 19th century. Uh, the house consists consist of two distinct building periods. You have the two-story, three-bay side gable log house built circa 1820 with the later L addition, and that's on the top right. And then you have the two-and-a-half-story, five-bay side gable wood frame dwelling with Italianate details that dates from the circa 1870s, and that's on the bottom right. Uh, here's a picture of the house uh, from the, the Fraley family from the turn of the 20th century, around 1900, in front of that 1870s Italianate section of the house. Uh, so in terms of circulation networks, I wanted to highlight a couple of maps. On the left, we have the 1865 map of Montgomery County. Uh, you can see the property uh, circled in red. And uh, in particular, you can see Bowie Mill Road here. Uh, this is moving north and east, and the house is located here. And you can see this interesting circulation network, uh, almost 90 degree turn that the road took at the house, that's evident in the 1865 map. When you look at the aerial from 1957, uh, you can again see that alignment still existed. Uh, overlaid on that, I put the existing alignment of Bowie Mill Road so you can see uh, how it now curves. Uh, but the idea here is that when historically, when you approach this house, you're approaching it. From, this, from these views, looking at it from Bowie Mill Road as you approach the house in this 90-degree turn, um, and that was the historic views from the, to the property. And the major ones were all located along Bowie Mill Road. You know, the uh, Fraley Farm Road did not exist at that time, and I'll show you a couple more maps about that. Uh, so on the left, we have a 1982 aerial showing the current alignment of Bowie Mill Road again. Uh, prior to the construction of the subdivision to the east uh, and Fraley Farm Road here, and then here is in 1993, and you can see the construction of the subdivision in Fairley Farm Road now that's on the property. So again, the, the historic views are from Bowie Mill Road. So in terms of at the uh, subdivision of environmental settings and the reduction of environmental settings, uh, the HPC's responsibilities outlined, outlined in the county code, it's to advise the planning board in the event of subdivision of land containing historic resources and to uh, uh, the environmental setting necessary to preserve it. And they offer definition of those terms here with the entire parcel as of the date on which the historic resources is designated on the master plan and structures thereon, on which is located a historic resource unless reduced by the district council of, or the commission. So basically that the environmental setting typically at the time of its creation encapsulates the entire parcel unless it's uh, reduced at that time. And that it includes all sorts of, you know, walkways, driveways, vegetation, landscapes, pastures, et cetera. So that's just the definition of the environmental setting as in the code. 
And in terms of master plan guidance, as I stated uh, earlier, it was uh, designated in 1983, and that master plan guidance for this site stated that the house sits on a knoll facing east and is highly visible from Bowie Mill Road. An appropriate environmental setting could be based on the 495-foot contour line and should include the house and the hillside to the front of the house to retain views up and to of and from the structure. And it also noted that the barn does not need to be preserved as part of the environmental setting. Uh, so this is a, uh, a applic the applicant submitted this drawing that shows the 490-foot contour area line where the proposed or suggested environmental setting could be. And so from staff's initial analysis, we uh, looked at this uh, setting and determined that it failed to protect views uh, to and from uh, the house, particularly if you consider that the house had two historic facades. It had the historic facade of the log house that was built in 1820. Uh, then it had the original front of the 1870s house that faced to the east. So you had the, the section here of the log house facing south and the section here facing to the east. And so uh, these are basically the view sheds that staffed off were the significant from the house that really looked over those hillsides uh, from the historic property. And as you can see, uh, we have on the left the view shed from the 1820s house. You know, that's the area we were looking at as we examined this. And then from the view shed from the 1870s house, looking east uh, towards, uh, you know, with Bowie Mill Road there. And again, you can see how the road would have played a much more, you know, significant part of looking at those view sheds historically. And so when we talk about view sheds, what we're trying to avoid here is a visual intrusion in the historic properties. Uh, that would hinder or prevent one from experiencing or understanding that property's historic context. And so that is how staff looks at these and evaluates uh, these types of reductions. So here is uh, the applicant's proposed subdivision uh, with a reduced environmental setting. Uh, the environmental setting is outlined in yellow and the, free, and, and the uh, Fraley Farm house is right here. And the proposed environmental setting would include all of lot 42, which equals 12.44 uh, acres. And uh, it would preserve views uh, to uh, and from the south and the east of the property. Uh, the blue dashed line, again, is that 495-foot contour line that's suggested by the master plan and the county council when they adopted the master plan as guidance of what could be an environmental setting. And the yellow is after we asked the uh, applicants to further do their own view shed study, which was included in uh, your board book uh, and it's part of the public materials that looked at what, would, what, what are the historically significant view sheds and how the environmental setting should respond to those. And this is the setting they uh, proposed. Uh, so when looking at that again, if you're looking from the log house, uh, looking to the south, uh, so right here, looking to the south along the red arrow, this is the view uh, you would see. And then I also wanted to highlight in terms of looking at the log house towards the southwest, uh, it did include a lot more of the land than the 490-foot contour, particularly in this area on this hill. And of note is uh, outlaw B, which is going to be undeveloped land. I, 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 the applicants didn't speak to this, but I believe that's part of a conservation easement. Uh, there's also an ephemeral stream here. Uh, that's protected and so you know that definitely increases the amount of visibility uh, and, and view shed from the house looking to that direction uh, since it will be undeveloped but it would be outside the environmental setting still uh, and here is the view looking um, to the east from that 1870s 
uh, porch on the house. Uh, you can see the uh, subdivision in the background here. And I wanted to include some views of what it would look like, uh, the house from the corners of the historic district. And so uh, there's a lot of foliage here, so you really don't have this view presently along Bowie Mill Road, but Google Street View had it from 2012, so that's what this, these views are from. Uh, so if you're standing here on the corner of the proposed environmental setting, this is the view of the house, which would have been you know, pretty, you have to imagine that historically this road would have continued straight instead of bending, but you can definitely see that house in that original context with the hillside there. And if you take another step back uh, towards the edge of this property here, you know, a little bit further, not into, within the environmental setting, I did want to highlight that lot 41. Uh, this is where the septic field is. It would be, you know, presumed to be open area, which would further enhance the view even when stepping further away from the uh, environmental setting. The house is, you know, this way on the property and not located towards the road, which further uh, diminishes any types of impact you'd have from that view shed when looking at it from Bowie Mill Road. So staff's recommendation regarding the environmental setting, uh, the historic preservation staff agrees with the applicant that the proposed environmental setting preserves the character-defining features of the site and landscape. Uh, the expanded environmental setting captures the significant view sheds from into the house and its surrounding setting, and that the proposed environmental setting would allow the resource to retain a sense of primacy within the new development and protect the elements outlined in the uh, master plan uh, as noted in the guidance from the 83 plan. Uh, there's also another consideration beyond um, the view shed analysis and protection just of the overall site is archaeological considerations. Uh, the staff asked the applicant to uh, submit a archaeological reconnaissance and an assessment that they completed, and that's part of that report that they submitted to you. Uh, I'm going to summarize the applicant's findings that uh, they basically said that there's the overall potential for intact significant prehistoric sites to be present within the limits of the current Flint Hill farm property was considered low. Uh, they said that the potential for archaeological deposits associated with, with early development and occupation of the farm is considered the highest near the residential and agricultural complex. And that also given the limited amount of acreage remaining from the original Flint Hill Farm, which was a massive property, they have a map in there that shows how much acreage was actually part of the farmland originally, uh, the potential for any resources associated with the housing of enslaved individuals, uh, particularly those working in the fields, may very well be outside of the current property limits and that sites associated with enslaved individuals working in domestic roles would likely be found, again, within that current residential and agricultural complex within the environmental setting. Uh, so staff's recommendation from archaeology, this comes from our staff archaeologist, Brian Crane, uh, who's unable to be here tonight, but that archaeological survey should be conducted within the blue shaded areas that lie within the present environmental setting, but would be outside of the new reduced setting. Uh, he, he stated that there's a potential for archaeological sites associated with pre-colonial hunting and resource procurement, as well as for materials associated with enslaved persons in the vicinity of later farm uh, tenant structures that would be outside of the environmental setting. Uh, the applicant should discuss an approach, approach and a scope of work with staff, and that work should be completed prior to the planning board approval of the preliminary plan so we can document any sites that may be there before it's uh, subdivided and uh, construction starts. And lastly, that the applicant must complete a technical report detailing the methods used, findings, and conclusions about what the archaeology says about pre-colonial and later use of the land. Uh, so that's, uh, the that's the staff report. I'm happy to answer uh, any questions. I would like to start with a couple of questions. Um, so my understanding is that 
And when this property was designated, it was the understanding that it could be reduced in scope to, the, to some sort of an environmental setting. And actually what is being proposed is larger than what the council originally envisioned. Is that correct? Yes. So as part of that master plan guidance, the council envisioned that this could be six to eight acres. Uh, and they outlined some some fields that, you know, it should some parts of that property that should be protected. You know, they talk about the hillsides and the front views of the house. Uh, so when staff analyzed that uh, with a better understanding of the property today, with the multiple facades of the house, you know, we suggested a larger environmental setting that captured those. And so, yes, so they pretty much intended a six to eight acre environmental setting. And what we have today is a 12.5, 12.44 acre environmental setting proposed by the applicants. Uh, second question, uh, will the Fraley family, who I believe currently owns the property, will they continue to own the property or will Pulte own the property when this is completed? And uh, you can confirm with the applicant, from my understanding, the Fraley family will continue to own the property and it's the prop you know, they're, they're gonna take control of lot um, with the house on it. <laughs> Final question. You mentioned that a barn is not included. What is that the red barn that I saw there or is it some other? I, I don't, I'm not real clear on what the barn is that will not be included in this environmental setting. So the, so the barn would actually be an environmental setting that the applicant's proposing, but basically they were saying that the barn in that guidance, that the barn didn't have to be protected. So if they wanted to demolish the barn, there was basically them saying it's a non-contributing resource. It's, it's worded a little weirdly, you know, but the barn would be in the proposed environmental setting. So if it came into this board as a, you know, to, to you know, adaptively reuse it, repair it, you rehabilitate it, that would still be reviewed as a hop. So we, we, would, we would have uh, some say in what happens with the barn ultimately, correct? Yes, with the master plan guidance saying okay. that it shouldn't be considered a you know, what would be a contributing resource. Okay, that's all I have. Anybody else? Commissioner Pelletier. Can you point out on the plan which barn you're talking about? Oh, the big red barn. Thank you. Uh, yes, the barn right here. Okay. I had one other question. I don't know if you can answer it. I can ask the uh, whoever's presenting. Um, but is the plan such as it's drawn with houses in the positions that they are, is that is that just kind of a stand-in or is that the final configuration of where the homes are going to be placed? I'll let the applicants discuss the uh, the subdivision plans. I think okay. they'd be better suited to talk about where they are in the process and uh, discuss the plans uh, for the property. Okay, thanks. Any, Any other questions for staff? Commissioner Doman. Um, right now it shows two entrances or exits from this proposed subdivision. Is there a requirement in in the county that that access, instead of just having, if you just have one entrance to this, it may limit emergency help getting in and out. Is there a requirement that two entrances are required? Um, I, you know, there's a large team of Montgomery County planners that looks at these subdivision plans, and one of the comments provided by staff was uh, connectivity between Fairley Farm Road and Bowie Mill Road. 
Um, I'm not a transportation planner, so I will not pretend to be one and say the reasoning behind that, but that is a, a recommendation from staff, uh, planning staff that the applicant responded to and created the current circulation network. Thank you. Any other questions for staff? If not, I would invite the applicant to come up. I have one name. I presume there might be others. Um, Patricia Harris, and I see that you're actually a th three-person person. <laughs> if you could come forward and have a seat at the table, and if you could turn on the microphone and state your names for the record, I would appreciate it. And you will have seven minutes to do your presentation, um, at, after which we will probably ask you some questions. So Sorry. go ahead. Good morning. Good morning. Good evening. Pat Harris with Larcherlian Brewer on behalf of the applicant, Pulte Homes. David DeMarco, I'm Vice President of Acquisitions for Pulte Homes. Bobby Varner, I am a land planning manager with Pulte Homes. Thank you, with technological problems. Um, good evening. Um, by way of background, so the, and staff sort of described this, but the historic parcel is parcel 222, which is on the right side of your screen, um, and it consists of 52 acres. Uh, the, on that historic parcel, there are 18 homes being proposed, and, um, include, and then including on the 52 acres are 12 acres of environmental setting and the forest conservation area, resulting in 49% of the right-hand side of the project being um, not buildable. The rest of the project um, consists of another parcel, and that's on, you can see it on the left side of your screen. Um, so total, there's 87 acres included um, on both parcels and then another very small parcel. The property is zoned RE1, meaning that there's one acre zoning. The total of 43 houses here resulting in essentially what's akin to RE2 zoning, one, one house per two acres. Um, I first want to thank staff. We've worked very cooperatively with them, and they were, from the very beginning, very forthright and direct about the um, objectives and goals for the historic preservation of this property. At their urging, we hired a consultant. It was Dutton and Associates to evaluate the, the historic component and the environmental setting. Um, and um, we have reviewed the comments that the neighbors have submitted. I will comment on some of those as I go forward, but I'd also like to reserve some time or at least have the ability to comment once we hear from them. The submission that you heard, that you received yesterday from Ms. Rosenfeld representing one of the neighbors um, noted that the environmental setting should conform with the master plan. And in fact, we would say that this meets and exceeds the master plan recommendation. Staff read that recommendation several times, but it does say the house sites on a knoll facing east and is highly visible from, from Bowie Mill Road. An appropriate environmental setting could be based on the 495 contour line and should include the house and the hillside to the front of the house to retain views to and from the structure. And that language was the original language that was proposed by staff back in 1985 is repeated um, in the earlier master plan and then also in the latest 2004 master plan. And the Dutton report actually sort of picked up on that recommendation and, and reaffirmed it, noting that the significant views are primarily limited to the road directly in front of the driveway and that the only vantage point where views of the home are unobstructed 
are from the bend in Bowie Mill Road in close proximity to the end of the driveway. Um, that finding of our consultant made us go back, made Pulte go back and sort of reevaluate the environmental setting, and we expanded it from what was previously six acres and doubled it to what you see before you, which is 12 acres, which is in the black line in front of you. Um, and I think this is, just to zoom in a little bit more, you see this. Um, but I think the other very important thing to note is that the reality is that the house is not visible from Fraley Farm Road the vast majority of the year. And you see here's a photo taken in the spring. Um, that's from Fraley Farm Road looking toward the house. And then the, the purpose of these uh, images, because we couldn't get Google Maps dating earlier, is if a, a spring shot and a fall shot just showing the cluster of trees. And unfortunately, I don't have a pointer. But you can see the cluster of trees in front of the house that, again, blocks a view in the spring, the fall. Obviously, it also blocks it in the summer. Um, as Ms. Rosenfeld pointed out, only in the dead of winter could you see the, the house from Fraley Farm Road. Staff explained that the proposal from the master plan was the 495 contour line. Um, and as staff then noted uh, in the staff report, they asked us to revisit that in part um, because our original delineation failed to protect significant views from the original log house. Uh, that's, that recommendation is actually consistent with what the Maryland Historical Trust inventory form that was submitted by Ms. Fro Rosenfeld indicated um, in that there were two reasons that the house was designated in the in the anyway. One was the prominence of the family, and second was the age of that original building. And I, the next um, thing that I wanted to focus on, well, here are just a couple more views that you can see from Fraley Farm Road. Um, critically, and I think this is probably the most important point here, is that when the, that Fraley Farm Road has absolutely no historical context to this pro property at all. In 1979, as you can see on the left, it did not exist. In 1993, Fraley Farm Road did exist, but it was built and constructed only to accommodate the residential subdivision that came in in the in the in the late 80s. That that is from 1993, but the the subdivision was built in the late 80s. So to to sort of further that point. You see the farm over on the left in the, the zoning map at the top corner, and there's Fraley Farm Road that then has been added to accommodate what is clearly a very residential suburban-looking subdivision. And then just to drive home the point, these were the plats from 1986, I believe, that created the road. I'm going from north down to south to Bowie Mill Road. But anyway, Fraley Farm Road became a road only to accommodate a 1980 subdivision, um, no historical context at all to the house, and to suggest otherwise, frankly, is disingenuous. Um, Thank you. Um, just another, a couple other points very quickly. Um, the scale of our project can be a little deceiving. I'll go back to the beginning, but the, the distance currently is 500 from the house, from the two houses, from the existing house to the proposed is between 500 to 675 feet distance. And to answer, I forget which commissioner's question it was, um, the houses are only conceptual. The actual locations will be determined when well and septic is determined. But obviously, the 
environmental setting won't change. Um, so just to sum up, I, I, well, one other point, and that is just to put this in context, when you look at Bellward Farm, that, that farm had um, 134 acres, a 10-acre environmental setting, and millions of square feet of development is approved. Closer to home here, we have the Cashel Farm, which is 325 acres. They had a five-acre environmental setting and 186 lots. On this site, there are um, the, the, 18, the 18 houses and an environmental setting of 12 acres. And half of the property is going to be devoted to environmental setting or environmental uh, easements. So with that, we'd be happy to answer any questions. Thank you. Thank you so much. Any questions for Ms. Harris or staff or um, Pulte staff? Anybody? Commissioner Pelletier. Thank you. I have my same question. Uh, in particular, I'm concerned about the three houses that are northeast, kind of, that, that look pretty close. And you're right. I mean, this is a huge master plan. But as far as how close they are to the environmental setting, um, and I'm just curious if that's if that's the final resting place of the houses, or if they if, if maybe they could be moved away. But they might be 500 feet away. I don't know. I can't really tell from the scale. But when you say northeast, can, can you see well, the lot numbers on 30, 31, and 32? Yeah. So the, again, the the actual location of the homes will not be determined until we've done perk tests and. Okay. Um, such and so if if in fact it allows it there there could be flexibility but we just don't know until we've done those studies okay anyone else um, I, I, I have one that, question we? um well so you said perk so there's no public sewer they all of the property will each one have an individual um system the, yes Septic, septic water system. and sewer no just so water we are proposing an extension of the existing water line which is um down louis mill road and so they it would be public water and um septic it's none of my business but i presume you've done some perk tests in the area we will be doing those okay. yes okay thank you now commissioner burdett um i have a question about lot 41 and the pipe stem access to it why isn't the access off of the like buoy mill road mm -hmm. why um in general the planners both mcdot as well as park and planning transportation division want access off of what's called a secondary road as opposed okay. to the more primary road and clearly in this case Fraley farm is the more is the secondary road and buoy mills the more the primary road okay thank you okay one more, one more question um, I see the fellow next to you has a question before you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Commissioner Doman, do you okay. have a question? This is Commissioner Doman. Um, in one of the testimonies, which I guess will be coming up, uh, a suggestion was made about not having an entrance, a secondary entrance off of um, Fraley Road and putting like another cul-de-sac in. Have you considered any of that in your uh, planning since this has come about? And I guess one of the concerns was was access directly onto Fraley Road then, as opposed to having it go back into the into the uh, subdivision mm -hmm. itself. Uh, have you addressed any of that? Well, so actually, our original proposal 
and what we sat down with staff with originally did not show a connection um, out to Fraley Farm Road. There was a cul-de-sac uh, that would accommodate a handful of houses. But staff in evaluating that, and I believe one of the staff indicated it, um, came back and said that they wanted to see a connection, connectivity from Bowie Mill Road to Fraley Farm Road. And the both vehicle, the vehicular connectivity is important. I would also note from a fire and safety standpoint, and we haven't yet vetted this with fire and safety, but I know from experience doing other projects, they don't want to be in a situation where there's only one way in and one way out. Commissioner Pelletier. Uh, thanks. So quick question. Is the area between lot 24 and lot 25, is that an easement as well? Yes, that it is. is. That's going to be and subject to a forest conservation easement. So again, no building at all on, okay. on that entire parcel. That's about 15 acres in total. Okay, great. Thank you. Any other questions? If not, I would ask you to step back. Thank you. Uh, and I have two names. It looks like there might be others. The names I have are Stephen White and Darlene DePatista. Uh, Di Batista, or nobody. <laughs> um, whoever would like to, um, have you turned your names in to staff that you're testifying? Yes, okay. Mr. Chair, we have we, we have, have the names of the two individuals okay. you just named. Yes, if you could come forward, that'd be great. Same same drill. Um, turn on the microphone. If you could give us your names, that would be great. Now I need to ask. Uh, I don't have it here, but are you? Um, private citizens or are you yes. part of an organization um, that's a, that testifying as an organization um, I am a private okay the, the reason is because with the times we, the time we give it depends on which which you are Absolutely. so you'll have three minutes um, to do your testimony and at the end of that time if you could take some questions that would be appreciated as well so okay. go ahead great thank you uh, good evening my name is Darlene DiBattista I'm here tonight with my neighbors representing over 40 homeowners of the Granby Woods community regarding the Fraley Farm environmental setting and the Pulte's request for consideration of reduction. In addition to the letter submitted by our attorney, Michelle Rosenfeld, and the letter from Montgomery Preservation, Inc., there are several point, points I would like to add. Flint Hill II and the original homestead dates back to approximately 1805. It sits atop the highest point of the property overlooking rolling hills. At the time of its construction, there were no major roads or existing communities, yet it was just strategically built, facing the east, with the rear of the home facing the west, for a viewshed of spectacular sunsets and rolling hills. In or about 1890, Francis Farley acquired the 529 acres of the Flint Hill property. Although sections of it have been sold and developed, it has remained in the Fraley family for over 133 years. The surrounding area has remained rural and without congestion, melding with the original homestead. Application was made in August of 1974 to preserve a portion of the property in the National Register of Historic Places National Park Service. 
approval was accepted and the preservation of this historic homestead was recorded. The views of that historic homestead and sunsets are what we, the Grand, we, Granby Woods residents, have treasured over the last 30 years and assumed would be protected due to its historic preservation status. The homestead, which sits perched upon Flint Hill, has survived and endured over two centuries. It faces the entrance to our community, Granby Woods, which connects each cul-de-sac and was aptly named Fraley Farm Road. The new proposed Pulte Homes will continue to recognize this prominent family with the development being named Fraley Farm West. Our community is not opposed to change. In fact, we exist today in our community due to the previous development of the Fraley property. I've always told my friends I live in a small oasis and my home is directly across from grazing cows, rolling hills, and the most amazing views. The response is, do you live in Pennsylvania or do you live in Virginia? They're astonished when I tell them I live in Durwood, Maryland, between Rockville and Olney, a small community located in Montgomery County. We will all miss the rolling hills and the open farmland, the silo, and the iconic views. However, the homestead has earned its place in history, having survived over 200 years. The Montgomery County Historic Preservation Ordinance was written to protect this history, and the homestead that exists in our town of Durwood should not be concealed or hidden. It should remain for all to view and enjoy. We respectfully request the HPC recommend to the Planning Board the environmental setting include Pulte's proposed lots 38, 39, 40, and 41 in the Upper Rock Creek Master Plan. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, is there any, uh, does, is Mr. White here? Is, would you like to speak as well, sir? Sure. Thank you. Oh, um, you can stay here. We'll, okay, I, I would you. like to have both of you, if you wouldn't mind, um, answer questions when you're finished. And, and again, you'll have three minutes. Thank you, Miss. And, and I have a copy of my presentation, if you'd like that, it. That'd be fine. You can give it to staff, and we, they'll, they'll make sure that we see it. Well, I appreciate the opportunity to pre present my wife's and my views on the Pulte Homes development that will Could you state your name again, sir? I'm yes, sorry. Yes, my name is Stephen White. I live at 17801 Fraley Farm Road. Thank right you so much. The, the road from what's been discussed. Uh, on the western horizon, we can see the Fraley Farm, and we've lived in our home since 19, the summer of 1997. And I thought before coming here, I read a quote from Margaret Mead, never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it's the only thing that ever has. I'm here because the topic of today's testimony concerns the historical site that is directly across the street from our home. I'm a history buff, and I've learned a great deal about how long what is now considered Fraley Farm. Let us celebrate that history and let the citizens see the farm without obstruction on the corner of Bowie Mill and Fraley Farm Roads. I didn't realize how old the farmhouse is until reading Michelle Rosenfeld's comment. 
It's an incredible story and should be understood by all that pass by. The view from the front of our house is exceptionally an exceptionally comfort, comforting one, the bucolic Fraley Farm. Some of the best family photos we have taken with the Fraley uh, have been done so with Fraley Farm in the background. Whether it's summer, spring, winter, or fall, we can see the farmhouse, we can see the cattle, we can see the, the, the trees. Our granddaughter loves to go over the, to the fence and, and with her father, mother, or aunt and watch the cows graze. I have a classic car, one might say a historic one, a 1960s Studebaker Hawk. The, be the best picture I have of it is with the Fraley Farm in the background. That's how I combine the looks of a well-designed classic car with the beauty of a historic farm. You have to do it by being able to see the farm on the corner of Fraley Farm and Bowie Mill. We've seen people stop and park on Fraley Farm Road so they could take pictures of the farm because of its quiet beauty in the middle of Durwood. I've also given my approval to two artists who spent a day painting their interpretation of what we see on the western horizon. Of course, our next door neighbors, Pat and Lisa Siggs, have been taking photographs and paintings of the horizon with the farm, and we hope that that can continue without the obstruction of three or four new homes. Motorists must enjoy seeing the farm too as they slow down as they head west on Bowie Mill Road and appreciate its calming influence. Of course, not all deaccelerate, but it does help. Please follow the recommendations of we neighbors of Fraley Farm. Please recommend retaining a beautiful view of the Fraley Farm and not obscure it with four houses on the east side of Fraley Farm Road at the corner of Bowie Mill Road. That is, Montgomery County citizens appreciate the beauty of Fraley Farm at the corner of Bowie Mill Road. Thank you. Are there any questions for Mr. White or Ms. DiBattista? Commissioner Doman. Commissioner Doman. I, I gather in your discussion that you're not against this subdivision. No. You're looking to preserve some views and I think, in, to sum it up, you're looking at specifically lots 40, 41, 39, and is it 38? Maybe those four lots are the ones that you seem to be most concerned about. Is that correct? That is correct. And the other ones that open on, like um, 37, 36, don't seem to be of issue to you? No. No. And your reason for this is that... It blocks your view. Is that the reason it for it? It blocks everyone's view, not just ours. So it's, that if you want to see the farm facing west, you're looking west, you'd be able to see the farm. Commissioner Doman, I, I believe um, the, uh, the survey or whatever was done with the photos that were taken of the farm uh, and the presentation before this, um, don't accurately um, describe or show how the Fraley homestead can be viewed at least nine months out of the year because it is visible from Fraley Farm uh, today 
um, not only from Bowie Mill Farm, but from Fraley Farm. And those three, those four lots right there, you can stand right on Fraley Farm and see the homestead. So if the intent was to protect that view shed, then those homes will in fact impede that view. Um, I, I did drive this Fraley Farm today, this afternoon, and, um, I, and I did park and walk up and down a little bit on the, on the road, and I also walked, parked in the driveway going up. Now, basically, we're looking at protecting the view from, from the farmhouse, not necessarily your view, but the view from the farmhouse is the one that's to be protected. Is that... Correct. Correct. So, uh, I mean, from from what I saw, your the houses sit quite a way. The ones that are not in the proposed subdivision, but the ones that are existing, are quite a ways back off the road. If I several hundred feet back right. off the road, do you think another house in there would? Apparently, what you're saying, another if you put these four houses in here, that would disturb your view. Is Those basically four a, houses will completely block the Fraley Homestead. Okay, thank you. Any other questions? Yeah. This, Commissioner uh, Pelletier. Thanks, Commissioner Pelletier. Which house on, is your house on this map? My house is, um, do you see, I can't see that. Are you across from 39? Um, do you see the road that's gonna um, cut through? Yeah, um, if you go Further, um, go up the road, up that way. Mm -hmm. I'm towards the end of that. I'm on f right up further, further than that. <laughs> so right my home, I cannot see the farm homestead from my home. But if you are on Fraley Farm Road, on the opposite end, you can clearly see the homestead. Commissioner Pelletier, if yes. I may comment too, mm -hmm. my home is right on the corner. It, it is, a, it would, it, right there. That, that mine is right there. Oh, okay. And, and so I can see the farm during all seasons. I can see the sunset over the farm. That will no longer be possible with the construction of those four homes. And anybody who stops and wants to look at the farm, which is, pre which is possible now, they won't be able to either. And well, they can from Bowie Hill, right, but not from Fraley Farm. Well, there's no place, if I may, there's no place to stop on Bowie Mill Road. Yeah, I didn't have a chance to drive by, so I'm kind of going by the photos and and the master plan. Um, okay, well, you answered my question, so thank you. Thank you. Any other questions? Okay, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. So now our, our job is to, uh, we have several things that we, I guess we have several potential <laughs> actions that we can take. One would be that uh, we, we need to make a, a, a recommendation, uh, write a letter, I believe, to the uh, planning board, correct? 
That's, that's the ultimate goal, to write to the planning board? That is correct, Mr. Okay. Chair. I, I do have a, the, just a reminder, the applicant had asked potentially for the opportunity for rebuttal okay. testimony. Okay. So yes, if you would like to come forward, that'd be great. Thank you. Just a couple of very brief points. Um, first of all, we're not here arguing about the 496 contour, which proposed six, which calculated at six acres, because again, we're providing or proposing 12 acres. What we're saying is that another additional four lots, which they are requesting, which would be an additional five acres, would render the majority of this property not buildable. That's unprecedented when you think about the other examples of environmental settings. And I would also note that every Montgomery County real estate uh, contract has a provision in there that says, check the master plan. And what did this master plan said? It said that the environmental setting would be along the 495 contour. And that while a lot of people won't know what that meant, but if I were making a big major purchase, I would ask someone, what does that mean? And they would have said, it means that six acres around that farmhouse will be preserved. And we're here telling you that we're preserving 12 acres of it. So I think it's a very significant um, or proffer of that we're more than doubling the, the environmental setting. No, I just wanted to add that I can, speaking for Mr. Fraley, who's not here tonight, when his family provided that land where Granby Woods is built to be developed and they, he allowed for the construction of Fraley Farm Road, he never in his wildest mind ever envisioned that his property would be restricted from accessing the road that he helped build. And then one, just one final comment, and that is that the environmental setting has to do with the historical context of the property. I don't think, but staff can correct me if I'm wrong, it's not about preserving the views to the subject, subject structure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, any, anything else? I, I want, no. I'm sorry that I, I, I neglected to call you up. I, I apologize okay. for that. Um, can I ask a question? Yes, you can ask a question. This is Commissioner Dome. When I drove the, the Fraley Farm Road today, um, it's not heavily trafficked. I mean, I, I was there 1.30, 2 o'clock, something like that in the afternoon today. Um, there's speed bumps in it. And I really don't think anybody can go much over 15 miles an hour on the road. It's, it's, a, it's kind of a windy road. It's very, very residential, very rural setting. There's a small area where it looks like there used to be um, an access off of Fraley Farm. There's like a, a is, that where your, is that where your secondary entrance into the subdivision comes in at? There's, um, there's remains of an old, um, there's an old, there's an old access. It looks like to me maybe a farm access or something that came off the road. Uh, probably up in that area, yeah. The, there is an existing road that is stubbed, which, and that may be what you're referring to? I think you're speaking of a farm access road. You're not speaking, it's hard to, you're not speaking of this road. No, right? no, no. It's farther down in that, where your finger is, right in there, there's another access. Yeah, probably, is, is that where the, your proposed exit from the subdivision would come out? I could say generally in that area, if it does, if, if it lines up, it's a coincidence, but. I understand, okay. Okay, 
Thank you. Um, so, getting back to the point here, we we have been requested to give a to give comments to the planning board, um, and I believe we have several options. We can we can agree with the uh, environmental setting as it currently has been proposed, um, understanding that the that when the property was um, was approved uh, and set aside as a master plan, that a, a reduced environmental setting uh, would be part of that. We can ask for clarification, or we can say that we do not like the current environmental setting. So, would anyone like to kick off the the discussion here? Yes, Commissioner. This is Commissioner Radu. Commissioner Radu, sorry. Yes, sorry. Um, I unfortunately haven't drive, I mean, didn't go to the site, but I read the report and uh, I'm in general agreeing with the staff report that uh, the proposed environmental um, setting is adequate. However, I do have some concerns and uh, I'm echoing here a little bit the Commissioner Pelletier's. Uh, my concerns are more with the, the slots 30 and 31 um, and less with the the concern that the, the lots at the intersection that uh, the testimonies talked about. Um, my concern with the lots 30 and 31, especially 30, is that the houses that are going to be there are going to be at least 20, 30 feet, you know, two, three stories probably. And I think because of the height being just a few feet below that 495 line, maybe one or two, I mean, they're going to be so high that might be even higher or similar height with the, with the historic house. So, Sorry, I, oh, excuse me, Commissioner. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I thought you were done. I just wanted to let you know I pulled up the contour map that was provided by the applicant that you requested. So you can see the, the contours of the property on 30 and 31, which are, you know, if you follow that contour map, it's around 490, and this is 500 a little above 500 feet on the contour. Right, so it's about 10 feet. So what my point is that the house there would be 20, 30 feet high, at least a two, 30, two, three-story house. I just want to make sure you saw the map, that's all. So Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yes, I did ask for this. So that's why I'm looking at the contour map, especially lot 30 is troublesome to me. And not the lot itself, but the location of the house. So um, I would be... Um, I would be... I would prefer to have maybe the environmental setting a little bit um, large on that side. If not, I would, I don't know if there is a way to recommend to the planning board that they limit the location of the house to be at an elevation that would not compete with the, with the main, the historic structure. Thank, Thank you. you. Anyone else here? Commissioner Burdett. Um, I share Commissioner Radu's concern about the um, location of the houses, the height of the houses in relationship to what is visible from the historic resource. Um, as, as a HPC commissioner, one of the pleasures of being a commissioner is we drive all over the county finding our historic sites, most of which none of us ever knew about. And in many cases, you can't see them because they're obscured by trees, they're obscured by subdivisions. 
Um, and in some cases, they're only visible from roads where you have to travel so quickly, you cannot pull over and stop and see them without risk of a wreck. And I, I sh I've heard the other speakers um, speaking about the view towards the house and, and appreciating the historic resource. And even though the viewshed is from the historic resource, there's a lot to be said for seeing the house. And as you're driving down um, Bowie Mill, Bowie Mill, Bowie Hills Road, um, yes, you will see the house, but you will have to keep driving. You can't stop. And if you're a passenger in a car, you'll get to see the house. But if you're the driver, you'll only get a glance at it. And I think I would like to see the positioning of the houses as much as possible um, in lots uh, 39, 40, and 41 to be adjusted to provide some clarity or some viewpoint from Fraley Road and also uh, the houses in lots 30 and 31, particularly 30, be positioned or designed in a way that they, their roof lines are not uh, over, overly tall compared to the finish or to the resource. So those would be my concerns um, in that regard. Positioning of the houses as much as possible related in regard to or in consideration of the subject fields. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone else? Commissioner Doman. This is Commissioner Doman. Um, I'd like to thank um, the applicant for the work that you've done um, in meeting with the staff. I think you've addressed a lot of concerns um, before even coming here. And I appreciate the fact that you have ex exceeded the six acres under the 495 contour line and actually made this larger than what you were, I guess, legally obligated to do. So I appreciate the fact that you've taken all this into consideration. As far as lots 40, 41, 39, and was it 38? When I, when I drove it today, I did stop on Fraley Road. You, to me, the, the, um, the house was not all that visible from there. I mean, it's, it's a long distance going across there. And, and you could see the barn and the cows, that's for sure. But the house was not all that visible. I did drive down Bowie Mill Road, and I did pull in the driveway. And it's not, I mean, the traffic, there's a lot more traffic on Bowie Mill Road than on Fraley Farm Road, for sure. But it's not impossible. I was able to pull off and stop, and I did get out of the car, and I did walk up a little bit, and I was able to see the two facades of the house, okay? So um, it is visible. If you really, really want to go out and take a look at the house, it's possible. You can stop on the road, and you can see everything. So I, uh, I support the um, recommendation of the staff with maybe some thought about lots 30 and 31. I think those are probably more important than the view shed along with on uh, Fraley Farm Road. So thank you. Thank you. Anyone else? Yes, thank Mr. You. Haynes. Thank, uh, thank you. Um, I'm I've generally okay with the uh, proposed environment. Although I I'd like to 
ask if there could be maybe a trade-off. I feel that there is some importance from the view shed from, from the, the house, the historic resource, uh, to hold the corner of um, the, uh, the, what's that, Farley Road and Bowie Mill. And, and could those lots be uh, put off of, on the in other side or the interior lot, I guess, next to 25 and 30, um, where the environmental study jogs to the interior road, if, if those two lots, preferably the three, the, the 41, 40, 38, 38 um, get put back in that area so that the view out from the, from the historic resource really does sort of capture that corner, uh, as we saw from the early photographs in the staff report. Um, so I, I would be in favor of looking for a, a trade-off, just re reorganizing the environmental setting, not necessarily making it larger. Commissioner Pelletier. Isn't that area an easement? The, is that what you're talking about, Jeff, the area above? No, I thought the easement ends across the road, but. I think between 24 and 25 is a, is a forest station easement, correct? No, 25 and, and 30. Yes, that, 24, next to 24 and 25, which are the two lots on the far side of the road. Okay, uh, that's uh, streamed I'm just out. trying to understand where you're talking about relocating. Can't build them. I see. I see the. I didn't see that uh, the easement there. You were talking here. I also want to make sure that people know on this map where the actual house is because there's a lot of out structures there. Yeah. So right. yeah, right there. So it, I guess. Oh, sorry. Should I wait to be called on? Are you done? I'm sorry, Jeff. Go ahead. <laughs> um, well, it does yes. still seem like like uh, uh, maybe there's still one lot there. I know the, the grade is steeper there, at least for the contours, and there might have to be some retaining to, to get a, a real lot there. But uh, I do think uh, holding the corner of Bowie Mill and Farley is, is worth looking at. Thank you. Commissioner Pelletier. Thank you. Uh, what about the area behind 24 and 23? Is that buildable? I mean, would it be possible to do a, a similar type of thing there that you've done at like 38, 39, 40, and 41, where you have a little access road that would go up? And because I kind of agree, if it's possible to reconfigure somehow the corner of Fraley Farm and Bowie Mill to, to I, and maybe you can just kind of reconfigure the lots on that corner so that there's more frontage that would allow you to see more of the farm, although it sounds like it's kind of hard to see. But in that corner, if there was a way to reconfigure it in place or possibly move one of the houses up behind 23 and 24, I don't know how possible that is, but I, 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 I appreciate the the idea of keeping that corner clearer than it currently is. But but in general, I appreciate the fact that you've doubled the um, the environmental setting from what you absolutely had to do. And so I just, it, if there was some kind of trade-off with the lots, I think that would be 
helpful. Okay, any, any other comments? Yeah. My understanding is when we make our recommendation, uh, our, our role is to comment on the environmental setting and I don't believe we can say where the houses are located outside of the environmental setting. But that is that correct? I want to check with staff to see if that is correct. We could make a recommendation, but I don't believe we can. Is that correct? You can make a recommend. Your role in this is to make a recommendation to the planning board about the the size of the environmental setting that is necessary to preserve the resource, including the view sheds that are pointed out in the master plan. You know, that there, there is some, some guidance language in the, master sh in the master plan about view shed preservation. Right, no, I get that. If there are additional comments that you would like the planning board to take into consideration, again, relative to the proper preservation of this resource, you, mm -hmm. can, you can certainly offer those, and those have gone forward you know, for other preliminary plans for the, for the planning board to, to consider. I think what I'm getting to is, it, would it be appropriate for us to make comments regarding the particular lots, building lots, such that we could say something like, we would like to see these houses built as far away and as, far, as a low a contour as possible. Would that be appropriate as well? Again, I, I'm I, not sure. I, I, I'm a little bit, a little can, bit foggy on this because we haven't done one of these before. So, no, I, I, I'm looking I for understand. your guidance. Again, the the first order of business is to make a recommendation about an appropriate environmental right. setting. If you have additional comments or guidance that you would like the planning board to take into consideration, as it regards historic preservation, cultural resources, archaeology, for their preliminary plan of subdivision you can offer those comments. Okay, thank you. Would anyone like to make a recommendation for what we do here? If not, I have one, and, uh, but if someone else would like to offer one, that would be great. Anybody? I could try. Can, can, can we have some discussion? Well, I, what I'd like to do is sort of get something out and then discuss whether we want to approve that or not. I think we've had discussion, but I would like to, um, I think we'd like to get something out and see, see where we go with that if, that, if that's okay with everybody. If not, we can have more discussion. But I, I'm thinking if we start with something and then go from there, I think that probably is the best approach here. So, Commissioner Pelletier, would you like to <laughs> take the first stab at this? I'll try. I'd like to recommend that and, and I have a question, and I'll see if I can encompass this whole thing. But as far as view shed goes, that we that we recommend that the the view shed. It was my understanding that the view shed is to the house and from the house. From the house. It's no, uh, only from. I thought it said not to. It's from. I'm going to uh, clarify this. Uh, John Labor's historic preservation staff. It is both, you know, as it says in this, in the hillside to the front of the house to retain views of and from the structure. Yes. So, so it's, but view sheds is a particular term. It doesn't mean that you can see the house in its 360. It means historically significant views of the building, you know, that relate to its, 
you know, it, 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 it's uh, the character of Ionic Petries of the View. And so when the staff was going through to talk about those, we were talking about the views from Bowie Mill Road, as that is the, you know, the, if, yes, along the line in 1865, moving forward from what we know, that was the configuration of the road where it, um, you did a 90 degree turn at the house. And so that, those were the significant views that staff identified. And it, as part of the view sheds, we also identified to the front on the log house looking south and on the front of the 1870s house looking east. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the view from, from Bowie Hill coming from the moving west, the view as you're driving west was, is not considered, even though there used to be that right angle, that the, the cars coming from the west on Bowie Mill, that's not a significant historic. No, that, that, that would be considered a, a, a view, uh, a part of that view shed. And so that is why we had this slide. Let me pull it up. Um, one more. So that's from the corner of the proposed environmental setting, right. looking at, you know, up towards Bowie Mill, uh, looking north as you're traveling, you know, I mean, uh, as you're traveling west on that section of uh, Bowie Mill Road. And then if you step back a little bit farther, this was the view along Bowie Mill, Bowie Mill Road. And again, this is a, a 2012 view. Um, all the other views have too much foliage to actually see the house. In front um, of the house. In front right. of the house. But that is coming around that curve, looking at the house. Okay. Based on these photos, I don't have a recommendation. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, happy, I'm happy with what's okay, shown. I, I, I would like to start off um, here and say that we, we approve the, the proposed environmental setting. Okay? Uh, I think we're... Uh, I think we are getting something out of that because it, we could have said we were, would accept the, was it 490 whatever, yeah, 495 contour. So we're getting a, a good environmental setting. But I think that the legitimate concerns about where houses are, will be located on lots 30, 31, 39, 40, and 41, uh, if, if we could recommend that they be built on the lowest contour possible within those sites, uh, that's what I would propose. What lot number? 30, 31. Those are the ones I've written down here. I might have missed a couple. 30, 31, 39, 40, and 41. Can I make a yes. adjustment to well, that? Uh, no, you're, it's not an adjustment. I'm just throwing it out. <laughs> I'm not making a proposal. This is the oh, word we're going to have. But if you have another suggestion, absolutely. Well, I think we, we placing it by contours would be appropriate on 30 and 31. But I think for 39, 40, and 41, placing them, setting or uh, creating lots where the houses could be pulled back from um, Bowie Mill Road so that, you know, if the, if the three lots are, are narrow and deep, the house is at the back with the road to the houses, a shared drive at, uh, serving all three or four houses coming off of Fraley might be pro it's more about the placement of the houses i'm sorry it's more about the placement of those of the houses on those three lots than it is i think the contour okay well, how would you like to, how would you like to propose <laughs> that we that we describe this um the the placement of the houses on lots 30 31 39 40 and 41 c 
um, take into account the contour and or the view of the house from, you know, or the view of the house from the public right of way um, or from, or I'm bungling this. <laughs> okay. That the placement of the houses take into account the view shed from the house in the in regards to 30 and 31, and then the view of the house from Bowie Mill Road at the intersection with Fraley Farm Road, and in relation or related to lots 39, 40, 41. Okay, does it, any, any discussion on, on these two issues? Could I? Yes. Um, like I said, I, I drove this today, and um, the historical road was like a straight, like an angle, and the view shed, if you're driving Bowie Mill Road at where Frey, Fraley Road intersects. I mean, you look right at the house, basically. I mean, it's it's a direct view shed, and the road would have gone until it was changed and put a curve in it. Would have gone right for the house, and and to me, the view shed is right there. It's it's not distorted by putting houses on 40, 41, or 42 in that area. This is this is the view you get, and if you want to see the house, this is the best way to see the house. Right, driving in. And, and you can't really pull off here because it's a little bit of a ditch, but you can, you can see the house best here as opposed to seeing it from Fraley Road. So that's my comment. So I, I actually, I mean, I guess you could, we could argue a little bit about how 41 and 40 are positioned, but I think they're, they don't affect the view shed as far as I can tell. Thank you. Okay. So, what are we going to do? <laughs> um, I, would, I would propose again that we ask that 30 and 31 be built on the lowest contour, which would, which would further protect the view. I think it would answer most of our questions. Possible. From the house, right? Yes. And that we look to mitigate the view of the house from uh, Fraley Road and Bowie Mill Road, correct? Um, look to mitigate the, the placement of 39, 40, and 41 to, to maximize the view of the house from these roads. Does that sound appropriate? Okay. I would like to take a vote. So let me, let me state it. I, I would like to see us approve the environmental setting, the, the approved environmental setting. That's number one. Number two... Uh, that we ask that, and we can't demand, I don't think, but I'd like to ask that um, the, the house placement on 30 and 31 be at lowest contour possible, and that the lots 39, 40, and 41 be placed in a location that maximizes a view from, I believe it's Bowie Mill Road of the house. And uh, that's my proposal. <laughs> And I'd like to ask, I'm sorry? Yes, I'd like to have a vote. So, it, and I'd like to do an individual vote if you, if you so it'd be, 
yes, no, or something different? Um, Chair Sutton, just to interject for um, rules of order, you need to request a second for your motion. Okay, is, is this actually a motion or just a proposal? I'm not sure. You should make a motion with a second. Okay, I will make a motion, and I'll say it again. I will make a motion that we approve the environmental setting. We request that lots, that the houses placed on lots 30 and 31 be at the lowest contour possible to protect the view from the house, and that lots 39, 40, and 41 be placed in locations to maximize the view of the house from Bowie Farm Road. I'm sorry, Bowie Mill Road. Is there a second to my motion? This is Commissioner Galway. I second it. Commissioner Galway seconds. Starting with Commissioner Galway, I would like to have a vote of yes or no on my proposal. I vote yes. And just state your name when you when you vote. Commissioner Galway, mind. yes. Commissioner Nasser, yes. Commissioner Haynes, no. Commissioner Burdett, yes. Commissioner Pelletier, yes. Commissioner Doman, yes. Commissioner Rado, yes. Commissioner Dominiani, yes. Off <laughs> Chair Sutton, yes. So we have a vote of nine in favor and one opposed. Excuse me, Chair. Um, there is one I'm sorry, eight, eight, eight in favor and, and one opposed. There's one other item uh, that we can do in a separate motion for the ar archaeology considerations that were at the back. I know it was a, not a large talking point, but staff did recommend uh, archaeology as part of your you know, letter to the board that this work be complete, completed prior to the approval of the preliminary plan. Now, this is not, is this something that goes to the planning board as well? Yes. Okay, so I would make a motion that we approve the recommended archeology span on the site this is um, with, with the condition uh, stated by staff. This is Commissioner Burdett, I second the motion. Okay, I'm gonna take just a <laughs> uh, yay or nay, everybody. And anybody, all in favor, signify by saying aye. Aye. Opposed? Thank you. So um, what I would propose from this is that we, we draft a, a letter that I will sign. Um, now, I would say, if anyone would like to look at this letter, I'm going to say this. I don't usually do this. But if anyone would like to look at the letter before it goes out, please let staff know. Is that appropriate? Yes, of course. We can draft it, send it. We can send the draft to you, Chair Sutton, and then when you approve it, we can circulate it amongst, okay. amongst yeah. the commissioners okay. for any edits. Yes. Okay. Thank you. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Um, I'd like to thank you, and I'd like to oh. thank staff. I want. It's easy to look at these plans, but we and we literally walked this site on a very cold, windy day. <laughs> and there was, and, uh, Commissioner Radu, I want you to know that there were lots here on both sides of the road. We had we lost about four lots because staff really was protecting the view from the house down that corridor. So, thank uh, just thank everybody. We got, I think the team did a good job and your staff did a good job. Thank you so much. Appreciate appreciate the work you've done on this too. <laughs> um, okay, the next item on the agenda is minutes from December sixth. Um, has anyone reviewed the minutes? This is Commissioner Burdett. I reviewed the minutes, and I make a motion that we approve the minutes. Is there a second? I'll second it, Commissioner Nasser. All in favor, signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? Thank you. Any commission items? 
Any staff items? No, Chair Sutton, no staff items. With that, our meeting is adjourned. Thank you very much. And I wish everybody a wonderful holiday and, and a prosperous new year. Yeah.